welcome to Tis Talk. Welcome to Tis Talk. This is a podcast coming from Tisbury, Wiltshire and surrounding villages. I'm Julianne Murphy. And I'm Mary Myers. This is the week beginning Monday the 9th of October. Mary, tell me what you were doing this week. Well, I've been working, but I did treat myself to something nice, which was a visit to this pop-up shop in Tisbury on Tisbury High Street. Oh, yes, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, well, it was really good. Um, Daisy is running it, and it's second-hand clothes that belong to her friends and contacts, and she sells them for a percentage and gives them a percentage as well. I was nice. so sorry because there should have been an evening one yeah. for us people that have to work nine to five. So I was really upset I couldn't get yeah, to that. It's a shame. But where was it? So it's opposite, not just backs, just up from the petrol station. So she's renting it off the lady who lives there. Yeah. And seeing if it can be a more permanent thing. So Fantastic. It's something that Tisbury High Street could do with, actually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally. Very pretty clothes. I got two dresses and a cashmere jumper. And what else? Oh, this stripy top that I'm wearing now. Which is very nice. Now <laughs> I'm just jealous. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't too expensive. Good. Yeah. We start with Mike Whitaker from the Commandery Players. It's set in Venice, so Volponi is the Italian for fox. So he has a cunning plan whereby he's going to scam people out of money. Then I report from the NADA Centre Wiltshire Council public consultation and hear how important it is from our councillor Dick Budden. Well, this, this local plan really is very important because it's going to be the, the basis for all new development over the next 15 or 20 years. Then Maxwell Steer talks about the upcoming concert at Wardour Chapel. There will be a wide range of music to enjoy uh, and all of it very beautifully performed. And that's followed by Watson's with Lau Pointer. Mary chats to Mike Whitaker, local actor and writer, about his upcoming production of Volpony. Okay, I'm here with Mike Whitaker on the high street. He's got a lovely flat on the first floor looking over the square. Mike, thanks for being on the programme. Okay. Can we just have a quick sort of summary of your career? <laughs> yes, well, I moved to Tisbury in 2000 and it's turned out to be the place I've lived at longest. Um, and before then, I was in London as a head of English in a London comprehensive. And since moving here, I did some supply teaching and some writing. And so what I've done over the past six or seven years is to adapt plays in the classic repertoire, Shakespeare, Ben Jonson, for example, which we've got coming up as a repeat, a revival from two years ago of a, his masterpiece, really. Um, he's a, he was a friend of Shakespeare's and a, a fellow playwright. And he wrote this play called Volpone, which okay. I think is just brilliant. All right, so we'll talk about Volpone in a minute, mm -hmm. but so people will know you mainly from the fact that you're an actor. Yes. Would you call yourself a professional <laughs> or an amateur? Um, Non-paid professional. Okay. <laughs> 
And so you're with the Commandery players. Yes. How long have the Commandery players been going? Well, we started doing the Shakespeare and other classics in 2016. It was just a, a very fortunate off chance that I happened to meet the then owners, the Morgans, um, and suggested that perhaps we could start uh, doing some theatre in, in their in their space, in the commandery. The commandery? In Anstey. If you've been through Anstey, it's, it's the big old building next to the pond or the lake. Um, and originally, it, on that site, it went back to the medieval times when it was used to command knights to go there on, way, on the way to fight the Crusades mm. and look after them when they came back. Right. So you started the commandery players? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And were you an actor before then? No, 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 no. Most, most of us are, um, well, all of us are not, are not from a, an acting background. We've all got together um, and we, we like doing what we're doing and try and keep it going every year. Yeah, how many people are in the commandery players? Well, I suppose there's about 15 to 20 people. Right, and you put on a play every year? We put on a play every year, apart from Covid, obviously, mm. 2020. Mm. Uh, and then we couldn't do it this summer because the commandery was being sold. So tell us about Volpone or the Fox. That's right. Well, it's, a, it's an age-old problem, uh, which is that... People are greedy. And it's based on a, a character called Volponi. It's set in Venice, so Volponi is the Italian for fox. So he has a cunning plan whereby he's going to scam people out of money. And uh, I don't think you probably want to give the, the plot away, <laughs> but somehow he gets his comeuppance. He I does. He, he gets his comeuppance. Uh, he get, okay. gets his just desserts. What have been your favourite plays in the past that you've put on? Well, I think it probably was Volpone, um, just because the reaction of everybody was so positive. People, uh, what I really liked was that people who um, didn't know the play at all, I mean, not many people do because he's been outclassed, if you like, by Shakespeare. Mm, ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, this is. And so people went along not knowing what they were going to go and see and then came back even a year later saying, oh, I really enjoyed that. I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect and it, it was marvellous. Mm. So, so that was really rewarding. And, and similarly, last year's uh, Merchant of Venice went mm. down particularly well. Yeah, a bit more about Volpone? Yes, indeed. It's coming up on Thursday the 12th of October to Saturday the 14th. It's at the Woolstore Theatre in Codford. Um, we're running the TIS bus for people who can't drive or don't want to use their car because there is a bar there so they may want to drink as well. Um, they can get on the TIS bus uh, but they need to phone in order to reserve a place. Um, so it's going to be £20 for the transport and the ticket itself. Tickets normally are £12, so it's £20 if you want to use the TIS bus as well. Mm. And the phone number is 078 374 00324 
or you can book directly, if you don't want to use the TIS bus, you can book directly online, which is www.ticketsource.uk, the wool store theatre, W-O-O-L-S-T-O-R-E, and then theatre. Right. Okay. So now what we like to do with our interviewees on yes. TIS Talk is a few fun questions. Okay. So, Mike, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Well, I was going to say my legs, but uh, the sunshine as well, because I like to go for a nice early morning walk at about six o'clock before the traffic starts. Great. What's your favourite disc that you'd take to a desert island? Well, it's a toss-up between Ian Dury or Gustav Mahler. Quite a contrast. (laughs) And I think it's going to be Gustav Mahler. So uh, my favourite one would be Symphony Number no. 2, The Resurrection. What do you most like about Tisbury? Um, I'll I tell you one of the things that after 23 years here still pleasantly surprises me, and that is walking down the street and complete strangers say hello to you, yeah, which true. is not, not usual in London. No, not at all. <laughs> And what about dislike about Tisbury? Dislike? I dislike the noise, the unpleasant noises in the high street. And by that, I mean things like car alarms going off. And what's your favourite local view? Um, that's a difficult one because there are so many. I, I think it's from my, my front window. Yeah. You know, I've got the church one way, um, the square and the high street. I couldn't, yeah. You couldn't get better. That's yeah, nice. And complete this sentence. Not many people know this about Tisbury, but... But there is a connection with Tisbury and London, which is Shaftesbury Avenue. And then off of Shaftesbury Avenue, there's Wardour Street and, of course, Tisbury Court. Tisbury Court. Okay, now this is quick fire. Okay. Dogs or cats? (laughs) Dogs. Okay. Tea or coffee? Oh, tea. Beer or wine? Wine. Football or rugby? Football. And finally, music on radio one, two or three? Three. Okay, so jazz and classical. Yes. Lovely. Thanks very much, Mike. Thank you. And that was Gustav Mahler's Resurrection Symphony, played by the Orchestra Reino de Aragon, as chosen by Mike Whitaker to take to his desert island. Tis Talk, a podcast from Tisbury on tistalk.buzzsprout.com. Now, Wiltshire Council has got a plan for housing, water, energy, nature and other services that potentially concerns us all, and they're asking for feedback on it. So last Wednesday, I went up to the NADA Centre to find out more. So I'm here with Anna McBride. Just tell us your role and why you're here, please. 
Um, hi, my name's Anna. I'm a senior planning officer at Wiltshire Council. We're here today to uh, undertake a public consultation event um, all about the new Wiltshire local plan, which uh, has reached an important stage known as the Regulation 19 consultation stage, where we're asking for feedback from members of the public um, as to what we're proposing for Wiltshire over the next 15 years. Okay, so I've just been in the little room where you've set up a little display, but there's a very big, thick document in there. Are you expecting people to digest all that? Um, obviously, lots of people are very interested in what the local plan says about what's planned for Wiltshire, so lots of people don't mind sitting down and reading lots of documents, but we have... Um, hopefully provided enough information for people to dip in to the relevant sections which are, are of interest to them. So for instance, um, area-based sections for people's local areas so they can see what's what's happening in their areas. But uh, no obligation to read everything. Okay. And so this is an opportunity for people to have their say. So how can they do so? That's right, we're running the public consultation from now until the 22nd of November. We're asking people to make comments to us. They can do that in a range of ways. They can um, visit our website online um, and look up the local plan regulation 19 consultation for Wiltshire Council and they can comment to us using a consultation portal which can be linked from our website or they can drop us an email spatialplanningpolicy at wiltshire.gov.uk or if they want to they can write to us. Okay, that's great. And you've also got forms here in situ where people can actually walk up to the NADA centre and fill them in and give them in right now today. That's you? right. If, if people would prefer to write to us uh, using a pen, that's fine. We've got some uh, consultation forms available here today and a copy of that can also be downloaded from our website. And copies are available also for people to come in and collect from the NADA centre if they would prefer. The consultation ends on the 22nd of November, so the documents will be available until then. Okay, that's fantastic. So just a word about housing, because I suppose really this is mostly about housing, is it? Yeah, a large, a large chunk of, of what the local plan um, aims to deliver will be focused on where new housing growth will be throughout the county, but also looking at employment sites and infrastructure based on the evidence of need that we've gathered, um, which tells us uh, where, where new development is going to be needed over the next 15 years. Mm. Okay, well, thank you very much. That's really well summed up. Thanks, okay, thanks, thanks very lot. much. Okay, I'm now with Dick Budden, our councillor. So you're saying the more people who comment, well, the, the better? Well, this, this local plan really is very important because it's going to be the, the basis for all new development over the next 15 or 20 years. And, and the standards being established now uh, are going to determine how much impact we have on the planet. And uh, I think it's very important that A, people understand, and B, if they agree and support these measures, that they say so. Uh, well, the next step in this process is that the council will have to uh, present this plan and defend it in public under examination from an inspector, and developers and others who oppose any aspect of this plan can say so and put their case and argue it out in front of the inspector. So the more people who say that they support this plan and are willing to sign up for that 
in the consultation process, the better. Okay. So you're encouraging people to go online. We've already heard how to do so, to look at the plan and then to fill in forms about what they think. Yes, right? take, a look, take a look at the plan yourself, go online and then express your own views in your own words and, and if you're happy to do so, demonstrate and show that you support this or that aspect of the plan and that will be good. Or indeed oppose it. Or, or indeed criticise it and make a, whatever constructive suggestion or counter-proposal you may have. All of that would be good. But you think that actually it's an ambitious plan for the environment? I, I think that all of the environmental aspects are, are worth supporting as a general statement. The carbon emissions, the efficiency and energy efficiency of the buildings uh, are, are good and substantial in their own right. The, the water consumption uh, standards are more ambitious, I think, than many other councils have gone for, and I draw those particularly to people's attention because they're very important. Well, it's really interesting. Thanks very much, Richard, or Dick, I should say. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Tis Talk from Tisbury, Wiltshire. Mary joined Maxwell's Theatre in Duck Street to hear about the concert of Handel's music that is going to take place at Wardour Chapel on Sunday the 22nd of October. Cherubin Music Trust um, is an institution that lends instruments to young musicians. So for several years we have put on concerts that give us an opportunity to bring the musicians into the region and um, and do a concert mm. so that people can enjoy the music. And just before COVID, um, I had the idea that if we formed an amateur choir to go with them, we would have a richer result and the our players could accompany them and people, it's always easier to find a, an audience for singing than it is for instrumental music. So this will be the fourth that we've done and the biggest. The singers come and they rehearse for uh, the, the day beforehand and then the orchestra comes on the Sunday and they all rehearse together and then we do the concert in the evening. So there's a wonderful choice of music. Um, there will be choruses like the Hallelujah Chorus and uh, uh, some choruses from operas, some beautiful solos, Vatacito um, and Piangero. And I myself will play the chapel organ. So there will be a wide range of music to enjoy uh, and all of it very beautifully performed. Great. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you very much, Maxwell. Follow us on Instagram at TizTalkRadio. And finally, here are the Watsons with Lal Pointer. It's another week with plenty on offer to tempt us out and about before the nights draw in and the mercury drops, with several clubs hosting their final outdoor sessions. On Monday, the Tisbury Footpath Club are meeting at 9.30am to clear overgrown vegetation and improve our footpaths. If you want to join in, call Roger Walker on 871 105. On Tuesday, 
For anyone who missed last week's drop-in session on the Wiltshire Local Plan consultation, they can learn more by joining the online webinar that runs from 6.30 to 8pm. Also on Tuesday, the Tisbury History Society is holding a presentation on the history of the healthcare in Salisbury at the Hinton Hall at 7.30. The talk is by Leslie Self and draws on historic collections and stories from the 1760s to today, with many relating to the General Infirmary and Oddstock Hospital. On Wednesday, there is a pop-up cafe in the Hinton Hall from 10.30 to 12pm, promising tea, coffee, homemade cakes, plus friendly conversation and tabletop games. Everyone is welcome. The Tisbury Natural History Society are holding a couple of events this week. The first is on Thursday with a talk on Why Dark Skies Matter, the Importance of Responsible Lighting to Wildlife by Stephen Tonkin. This is in the Victoria Hall at 7.30. And then on Saturday the 14th, the Society is holding its last outdoor meeting for the year on migratory birds. This will be an excursion to Radipole Lake, guided by Andrew Graham. The group will leave the Nada Centre car park at 9am. If you want to book a place, please email tisbury, n-a-t-h-i-s-t, at gmail.com. On Saturday, there are two events at Messam's. There is a talk on living iron, which delves into the metal's exceptional qualities, revealing its enormous potential for our world. And there is the opening of a new exhibition, Heavy Metal and Art Nouveau, by renowned metalsmith Albert Paley. This is a rare opportunity to see the work of a sculptor of international repute. For more information of either of these events, visit Messam's website, www.messamswiltshire.com. Sunday morning sees the last swimming session of the season at Tisbury Swimming Pool. And in the afternoon, for anyone who's ever wanted to try out Morris dancing, there is a taster session at the Hinton Hall from 2 to 4pm. Also on Sunday is a young nature watch nurdle hunt. This is for young people interested in spending an hour on a beautiful beach, learning about and taking steps against plastic pollution. If you want to book a space, please email youngtnhs at gmail.com. And that's the roundup of events for this week. Should you have an event coming up that you would like us to mention, please do let us know all about it by sending the details through to TisTalk. You can contact us on tistalkradio at gmail.com. That's all from us. We've been Julianne Murphy and Mary Myers. And special thanks to contributors Keelan Pybos and Lal Pointer.